Welcome! There. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got a good show today. Apparently, I forgot to say hello on our first go-around. Thankfully, we were only seven minutes in, so we didn't take too much of our time from recording. <laughs> And you know, in this, in that seven minutes, will be posted somewhere uh, as a free for all Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> I actually just got rid of that file, so oh well. Oh, okay. We well, we you'll never hear that again. There really wasn't much, so. No. But anyways, we have Bill. We have JC. First of all, I'm going to say a huge happy birthday to a man who's always been my hero. Who turns 80 today? And my dad. Yay. He's been on the show. Yes, he has. And happy birthday. That's in Seattle as we're drinking beer in a pub. Yep. So happy birthday to my dad. 80 years old. Going strong. Still golfing. Kicking some, you know what? Heavy duty booty. And yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to leave right in because I'm going to put Bill on the spot right now. Oh, boy. And this involves wrestling. Okay. Now, if Bill was a wrestler, what would Bill's top three matches be? And who would they be against? So basically what you're saying is, if I was a wrestler, who would my dream yep. opponents be? Yes. Wow. Okay. This is actually really good. I've never thought of this. Um, in no particular order, no order really, Hulk Hogan, Mick Foley, The third one. Yeah, the whole oh. roster. I know. There's like a bajillion. You got people. The Rock. You got Stone Cold. You got Brett the Hitman Hart. There's like two that are running through my mind. They're racing each other right now. Well, since I said Mick Foley, I'm going to yeah. go with Ric Flair. Just because Thanks. I think I could go 60 with them. Yes. And then if you really want me I to go... And then if you really want me to go old school, I would like to do a match with Luthez. But that's another story for another time. Ooh. Yeah. If you don't know who Luthez is, folks, contact your local congressman. <laughs> <laughs> See, a good question by JC saying, you know. Never thought of that. Never had thought of that. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Must give you credit. You know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and go, oh, I got a good good idea. 
Anyway, this week on the show, we are going to discuss the baseball playoff races, especially the two wild card races going on. Plus, we're going to talk about the NFL, and we're going to do the one thing that apparently everyone loves, but I hate because it's a pet peeve of mine. Overreact from one week of the NFL. Yes. Plus a lot more. We'll start. And oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was. That was it. I was done. Oh, uh, I was gonna say we're gonna overreact of how dumpy, how crappy. I can't believe they're still playing football in that stadium called. What, what's Washington Stadium called? I mean, oh, FedEx. You got field. a line break. <laughs> you got you got the field that people are. What a dumb. <laughs> okay, that's actually not an overreaction. I mean, I what an absolute. I mean, that thing should be littered with garbage cans. <laughs> you know, that is that line up. How does a line break and what? How? I know it gets cold in Washington. How does a pipe break like that? Well, from the reports that I had heard about this, and for those of you that haven't seen the video, you need to see the video. It came from the owner's box. That's where the pipe broke. Because the water is actually clear. It's not, you know, like sewage, dumb, you know, it's clear water. So what the organization did, and I have to give, I have to give them credit because they did this real quick right away. They got the people who were in those seats that were affected by that moved them to a box suite to watch the rest of the game and also gave them free tickets to a future Washington football team game. All right, so so they stepped up. They did, right away, and and I have to applaud them for that. I have not seen... Since the amazing game Thursday night, and it really was an amazing game, I have not seen. It any, was. I have not seen any video of another pipe breaking. So, but which rolls us into the Thursday night classic, unheard of between the Giants and the the Washington football team game. I still call them the same. That had. <laughs> Yes. And I would too, you know, but, you know, as we're politically correct on this show now. Yeah, we, we can still. What is. Until they get a new name. What is. Yeah. And we went through the names. Yeah, we did. We even picked out a name. Yeah. For Washington. But you must have been sitting there on your chair watching the game thinking, why would you not run the ball with. With just over two minutes left in the game. I mean, first off, it's amazing that a Thursday night game could top the previous one with Dallas and Tampa. That was a good game. 
I think because yes. this, I think because it was a divisional game, and the stakes yep. were a little bit higher, because whoever lost was going to go to zero and two. Just the way. Yep. Let's. I'll, I'll say this, and this is one of the things that I like not only about doing the show with you, JC, but also with our Facebook group, which, oh, by the way, has over 300 members if you haven't joined yet. Yeah. We, we call it like we see it. Daniel Jones yeah. and Taylor Heineke both had amazing games. Where Yes, they did. And, they I'll, did. and I'll say... And I'll say one thing. And I'll say one thing, man. What they did on Thursday, for me to sit here watching an NFC East game on a Thursday night with a table full of tomatoes on <laughs> Wayne Hope to ripe, what a classic game that was. And I'm watching the game with my mom, who grew up in D.C. So she's been through the dozens and dozens of games between the Giants and Washington. She's seen a lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And she was with me for three quarters. She didn't stay up for the fourth. But man, that fourth quarter was amazing. After that game, and then I'm going to say something else about the game. I am convinced that Daniel Jones, if given the right talent on offense, can lead a team. He just needs better people there. I'm not saying Barkley's bad because he's coming off of an injury. He gets a pass. He's got Shepard, who's very good. Kyle Rudolph is really good. But he just needs a few more people. And that offense is going to be a legit offense. And he can run, which is the scariest thing, Yep, is that boy can run. Meanwhile. No. Go ahead. I was going to say, here's, here's my question. We were watching the game. Mm-hmm. Who the hell was Galladay yelling at? It looked, was it a trainer? I thought he was yelling at Jones. It wasn't a coach. I thought he was yelling at Jones, I, to be he, honest. I can't see that relationship lasting too long. Though. No. Because I thought he was yelling at, at some old dude that was just, they're giving him a towel. Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah, it's going to take time. And yeah, you came from Detroit. So you're used to losing. Right. But, I mean, you know. Meanwhile, with Taylor Heineke, after the playoff game with Tampa, in this area, we were all saying, this guy could be our starting quarterback. And everyone outside of it is like, No, you need somebody else. You need a real quarterback, blah, 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 blah. And don't get me wrong. I felt bad for Fitzpatrick getting hurt. I did. 
But Heineke, when he got into that game against the Chargers, was running that offense as if he'd been there forever. And he made an incredible pass to McLaurin on Sunday. Then Thursday, in his third career start, let's say let's say that again, third career start, had had with the exception of that one pass, that one interception, had the game that could have put him on the map. Because he has yep. he has that one drive, the two-play drive in the fourth with that pass at the end zone, which was unbelievable to the end zone. It was amazing. Yep. And there's something about Heineke that these guys are rallying behind him on. There's something about him where it's like, we can get with this guy. This guy can be, you know, our leader. And when you almost beat Tampa Bay in the playoffs, and then you go, you lead a drive with two minutes to beat the Giants. I yeah. you can't ignore him. You just can't ignore him. Like his I think both of their passer ratings or QB ratings was over a hundred for that game. Thursday night. Yeah. But it was a display of great quarterbacks. It was. It really was. For and, a Thursday night game mm-hmm. in the NFC East. And and if I'm the Giants, I'd feel a little more confident about Daniel Jones. Honestly, because look you might what have he, to after you drafted him like so early in the first round. Look at look at what he did to the Washington defense. Look at what he did. Yep. But now, when is Washington's defense going to wake up? You give I mean, him. You're getting no pressure against an offensive line that has nothing. The Giants' offensive line is ranked 32nd, and we're talking about a we're talking about a top five defense. Mm-hmm. Man, Washington looked like a like a defense that was ranked 33 out of 32 teams on Thursday night. Yeah, that's on the coaching. Uh, if you want my honest opinion, that's on the coaching. Yep. That's not the players because they sacked Jones three times during that game. It's it's yep. on the coaching. But yep. where the Giants lost that game, two things. Number one, there was some bad play calling on the offense for the Giants, especially the last yep. drive, like you said. You pick off Washington. You're basically in the red zone. You have like I think it was like two fifteen or two sixteen left on the clock, and you have timeouts and the two minute warning. All you have to yeah. do, all you have to do, 
run the clock down. Get Gano in there, who is becoming an automatic three points. You win the game right there. Again, that that is on the play calling. That's on the coaches. That's not on the players. Although, that one pass that should have been caught in the end zone, you, you don't miss those. I'm sorry. No. The other thing... Nope. The other thing that cost the Giants that game were the penalties. Although both teams were penalized very heavily. I think each one of them... Let, 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 let me look it up real quick. I think each one of them had nine penalties in that game. Um, and the biggest one... Was an offside. Yep, at the very end. And I, I, I liked, because I, I, I'm not sure if you saw what um, Scott Van Pelt said after the game. Is like, all you're doing is you're, you know, you're right there. All you do is just look at the ball. That's all you do. Yep. Um. That there's no need for him to jump offside. No, no. All right, so the Giants you know. Giants had 11 penalties for 81 yards. Washington had nine penalties for 80 yards. And two penalties cost the Giants 10 points. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. The, 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 the final score should have been right. the Giants beating us by at least 10. So, but what a classic! Oh, I love football when it goes like that. So you know, mm-hmm. so to give what uh, the the passer rating thing, Daniel Jones, sixty eight point eight percent completion for two hundred forty nine yards, a touchdown, no interceptions, one forty four point four rating. Heineke, seventy three point nine percent completion, three hundred thirty six yards, two TDs, one interception. Rating 145.3. Yep. And like I said, and... real quick, what I, like I said in the video when I did my picks for uh, week two, Washington had to have that game. That's their only division game until December. They had to have that game. And the Giants yep. gave it to them. I'll say it as it is. They gave that game, but they got it. Yep. On a silver platter. Yeah. And said, here's the W, Washington. What are you going to do with it? And that's what happened. One of, probably one of the better was, Washington. A classic game. One of the better Washington Giants games I've seen in a long time. Yep. And I'd say. First, the first time Daniel Jones has lost against Washington, he was four and zero until Thursday night. And zero five in prime time games. He's the new Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins. (laughs) He is. He is. Speaking of NFC North quarterbacks, has anyone seen Aaron Rodgers? Oh boy, what the hell happened? 
we have to put them on like a milk carton or something. They found Return to Green Bay. Well, because what a disaster that was. Wow. I, I can't explain it. I mean, obviously, New Orleans came to play last Sunday. I don't know yeah. where Green Bay was. Like, and you have Jameis Winston, who is starting his first game in, what, a year, two years, have five touchdowns? Yep. On a, and no interceptions. None! It was amazing. You know? Amazing. And... Well, the only good thing I can say for Green Bay is that they got the Lions Monday night. Yeah. And if they don't show up for that game, and if they don't win that game, there's a lot of problems. Yep. A lot of problems in Green Bay. And wasn't it nice to watch Aaron Rodgers... Who opened up his yap? Who said people only go to Green Bay because of me? Just get absolutely destroyed on an afternoon game. Yeah, where most of the country's watching. Yep. Well, I mean, it hasn't. What? I was going to say, it hasn't been a good week for him. He gets beat by 32. Nope. He doesn't get recalled to be a host of Jeopardy again. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he never, and he cost him a game in the playoffs last year. Mm, well, yeah, that third down play when he should have ran. Yep. Not that I'm thinking of it. Yep. You're right. You know. Let me give myself a... I'll say one thing, man. It's... A Monday nighter could be an interesting game. Yeah. Because... Right? Yeah, we're, because... We're talking two-on-one two teams. Yeah. And then that the biggest game... story is you're, you're coming on a primetime game. Primetime game. Mm-hmm. And you got Rodgers, who again is on a milk carton. Return to Green Bay of found. And you got Goff. Yeah. Who actually looked pretty good. And you know, that game could be for first place if both Chicago and Minnesota lose this week. Yeah. Because I can't see Minnesota beating Arizona. I I just can't. And then Chicago... What? What? Chicago's the one I think might have the better chance of winning because it is against Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't have a good offensive line, but they do have Burroughs, and Burroughs is scary good. And they have a great offensive weapons. Mm Mm-hmm. With Higgins, Boyd, and Chase. Yeah. And Mixon. Yeah. You know. And we're going to see what happens. I mean... You gotta love the way the NFL's going. It's only week one. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Dak Prescott threw for what over four hundred and fifty yards, I think. Mm-hmm. 
last, last Thursday, started off. Look at all the winners, the the Ravens. You might as well just not practice because everybody seems to blow their ACL out. That, mm, I I don't want to say you know. I don't want to say that team is done, but they're gonna have to climb. They're they're gonna climb up a steeper hill now. They got too many injuries. Yep. I mean, they got Kansas City this week. Even though it's at home, yep. it it's Kansas City. You know, yeah. and then... Who almost lost to the Browns last week. Right. You know. So, I'm actually looking at the Ravens' next three games after Sunday night. At Detroit, should be a win. Should be. At Denver, mm, I don't know. Denver looked kind of good last week, and then they did. And then a Monday night game against the Colts. And then can we get the Ravens off my damn TV? <laughs> you know. Uh, so. They, Can the Browns just say, we've won the division, we're done? Well, Pittsburgh came back with a big win last week. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was impressive against the Bills. Yeah, it was. And if you want to talk about overreaction, Bills fans were overreacting. Like, they're like, whoa, we're going to do this. I'm like, man, you guys just have to relax for a second. It's one game. It's the first game. Yeah, you know, and the Steelers still have a great defense. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss it. They have a great defense. Yeah, it's one game. Al's gonna come back flying tomorrow. They got the Dolphins, the one and old Dolphins, yeah. who are first in the division. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Dolphin fans are like, man, we're going back to 1972. <laughs> Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the best division in football. After one in the week? NFC West. After one week? Yes. After one week, the NFC West, the best division in football. Geez, why don't you just give them all a freaking trophy? <laughs> if I could, I would, because that's what we're supposed to do now. <laughs> you know, you got the Houston Texans who are 1-0, which Bill's now bold prediction. I'm going 0-17 is gone. You know, the LA Rams look really good this year. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about, right, that was the one game we thought the Texans could win. Yeah. Was the Jays going in there? But you look at the NFC West. I mean, the Cardinals destroying the Titans. The Rams beating up on the Bears. The Niners who gave Detroit a chance to win. And then my man, Russell Wilson, going into Indianapolis, throwing touchdowns like he was eating cereal. I'll tell you, uh, and and I'm kind of curious to 
to hear what your reaction is for what I'm about to say. Of those four teams, the one that impressed me the most was Arizona because they were going on the road to Tennessee to play a very good Titans team that has Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, Ryan Tannehill on offense. And they only allow 13 points. And and Kyler Murray and that offense just lit up Tennessee's defense. Just lit them. And then we not talk that the NFC West would have the best defensive, all four defenses came up to play. Well, after last of all the divisions, after last week, I'm convinced but, now with Arizona, except for the Niners. Well, they were being generous. It's Detroit, you know. Yeah. They were being very I generous. I will say one thing: Carson Wentz looks pretty good. I watched that game through and through, mm-hmm. and the boys. I think the. The Colts and the Titans. Now the Titans are going to Seattle this week. And for the first time in over a year, that place is going to be rocking. Yeah. That place is going to be loud. Tennessee, you'll be 0-2 after this week. And that's a very big possibility that could happen. Very big. Yep. The fans are pumped up. The players are pumped up. It's going to be, I mean, my stereo is going to be pumped up. For that game. I think I... And I'm... you got to give kudos. Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, I think I get the Dallas Chargers game tomorrow, so... That's also going to be a very good game. Mm-hmm. Right. There'll be a lot of points on the board for that game. Let me see. Because there's a, there's a sports website that tells you, like, depending on your region here in the U.S., what game you get, so... Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm getting Dallas and L.A. tomorrow, so... But if it becomes a bad game, I could go to Paramount Plus and stream Tennessee-Seattle, so... And see, that's the game I would watch. And the 12s are going to be loud. The 12s are coming down in droves. And Russell Wilson, the boys, I mean, you look the last week, they had Carson on the ball, but my God, man, Russell Wilson took Tyler Lockett for two big touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And when you don't target DK Metcalf, who do you cover? The Colts yeah. had, a, had a tough time trying to cover Metcalf, and where's Russell Wilson doing? Dropping dimes. For those that are curious that uh, which areas are getting the Tennessee-Seattle game, besides Washington and Tennessee, it is <laughs> all of Oregon, the most northern parts of California, about half of Idaho, half of Montana, and different parts of Virginia, Kentucky, Illinois, Missouri, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Alabama. And a very little bit of Georgia. (laughs) 
How do you go half of Montana game one game? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know what? I'm going to send you the league you so you can see You cross the, uh... the street? Do you actually have to cross the street to your neighbors to watch the Seahawks game? Oh, well, better go across the street, man. Go, you know, they're not half. <laughs> there. Go, go to the website. Look at the map. You're going to have to go down a little bit. <laughs> Oh my god. Now he owns half of Montana. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh man. But yeah, I mean, week one was really good. The beginning of week two was amazing. I can't wait to see how the rest of the week goes. Should be pretty interesting. Yep. And. I just want to mention real quick, college football is off to a terrific start. They've had some really good games so far uh, this this year. Oregon beating Ohio State in Ohio State, a big win for the Ducks. Wow, that was, yep, that was impressive. And uh, this week, Alabama travels to Florida. That's a big game there. Auburn goes to Penn State. Oklahoma plays Nebraska, even though Oklahoma's Probably going to beat them by 85 points because Nebraska sucks. So, yes. Did you still... hear that, Huskers? Your program. You email at Bill. Your program is <laughs> overrated. It has been overrated since Tom Osborne was there. Yeah. The Speaking of thing. college football. Your football program's the only thing I hate about the state of Nebraska. Everything else is fine. Your football program sucks. Yeah. Told you we so, tell the truth. That's what Bill, that's, I agree, Bill. <laughs> Terrible. You know, again, email Bill. <laughs> Just bring it. That's Speaking all you're of say. All your Nebraska fans. Yeah. Just bring it. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of college football, <laughs> how about the ACC saying invitations to join their conference? Oh, I have not heard of this. I think they sent a bunch. Like they sent one to Boise to. Oh, to I. Oh, you mean the AAC, the American Conference? Or the AAC? Sorry, yeah, yes. Yeah, that I ha- I have heard rumors of that. Because um, because the Big 12 is getting BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. Um, yeah. Are they going to be the Big 14 soon? No. I <laughs> That would be pretty cool, though. Um, <laughs> but you know, the, the SEC decided they're going to invite some teams in. And guess what? Every other, the other top conferences need to do the same thing. And we're going to have four super divisions for football. So these are the suggested names that are at the top of the list to maybe for them to send an invite to the American conference. Besides Boise State, Air Force, Colorado State, San Diego State, and UAB. Um, UAB. That's Alabama, Birmingham. 
That actually, okay. that might not be a. If, if they can get UAB, that might not be bad because of the television market down there. I I know it's not a top ten, but still, you know, you have that, yep. and then you get the Air Force. You got another military school in your conference along with Navy, and then Boise State yep. has been the darling for so long. With their blue football field, mind you. Yeah, my 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 dad hates that field with a passion, but I I like <laughs> it to be honest. I've I've never minded. And Boise State is my school. See, if I had a choice to go to the states, I go to Boise State. Um, I'm just trying to think. Could they get all five? And, and then it all comes down to. Could you imagine that, right? All these teams getting invites, and Notre Dame is sitting on the damn sideline. Well, they're an independent. They're never going to go on the list. There's nobody left, right? (laughs) It's just them. They're like, we're number one again. (laughs) Yeah, because nobody plays their comments, you know? Oh, man. It's just, oh. And now we're hearing that the politically correct people oh are saying, "Oh my God, yeah, you get rid of the fighting Irish." Okay, can I? I'm, I'm going to say yes. something here. Yes. The only reason, and and this is this is a shoot for me to all of those that are offended by the entire idea of this. The only reason that this story is getting any press is because somebody did a survey and we're like, what's the most offensive team name in college football? Notre Dame finishes fourth. Fourth! How about you focus on the top three? Focus on them! Don't focus on number four. One of them be the... Would the Seminoles be one? Okay, but but wait a minute. Okay, this I do know about the Seminoles, and this is this is a legit fact. The college went to the tribe, and the tribe yep. gave them their blessing to use the name. So if anybody with a with a tree limb up their ass saying they're offended by Seminoles, you go down to Tallahassee, Florida. You go to that tribe and you tell them that. Yeah. But to go after the fighting Irish who was fourth, they were fourth in that poll. Do you all have no lives whatsoever? Are you trying to find something else that offends you and it's like oh okay uh how about we go after you know fighting irish or how about we go after you know like let's go let's be offended by the sixth song on pink floyd's dark side of the moon album or let's be offended let's be offended by someone saying the word damn this isn't the 1930s. Get over yeah. it. 
And you know what offends me? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. This is what offends me. This would be my top three that offends me. Number one, snowflakes. Number two, cupcakes. I don't have a third one yet. Those are the people that are running this country that are saying you can't do this, you can't do that. Yes, you know what? Snowflakes and cupcakes go away. We're done. You're taking away all the fun. You're taking away all the... And yes, I mean, when a college team goes to the charge and say, you know, we mind we want to use this? And they say, yeah, go ahead. Done. Okay. So... Snowflakes, cupcakes, and millenniums. My three things that offend me. All right. So the survey, which was... Con and I actually found the article. The survey, which was conducted by Quality Logo Products, never heard of them, revealed the top three most offensive mascots, Florida's, Os oh, no. Florida's Osceola and Renegades, that's, that's Florida State, San Diego State Aztec Warrior, and Hawaii's Vili the Warrior. Okay, first off, never heard of the last one. So by default, that can't offend me. Second of all, <laughs> why are we offended by a civil or by a group of people that kinda don't exist anymore? And yep. I already mentioned about Florida State. And here we're talking about being offended by the Irish? The fighting Irish? It is a... Uh, I don't know. I'm, okay, when I'm is a college team going to name logos. themselves? Yeah. yeah, I'm going to look up quality oh. logo products. Uh... Uh, so apparently, uh, they make logos or designs for your pens, tote bags, water bottles, bags, mobile phones, apparel, personal protection equipment, giveaways. They have such customers as McDonald's, Facebook, Verizon, Amazon. The Conan O'Brien Show, Tropicana, and Taco Bell, among others. <sighs> if any of you would like to bash Quality Logo, they have a Twitter account, at Quality Logo. And I believe the Bill and the J.C. Bill Show the Twitter account is going to bash them. Yeah, we are. And I'm going to bash you by saying... there's no reason for you to... I'm, I'm going to bash yep. you by saying this. Do you guys have no time to make these products? Here, how about you take a picture of my butt, put it on bags and mobile devices, and I'm sure my a picture of my butt will sell. 
<laughs> yeah, put my white hairy butt on your products. There you go. Yes. Unbelievable, man. This, like I said, they would be the team. They would be the people that would be like, Washington should be called from football team, which supposedly, which I laughed about, was established in 1932. Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, weren't they established like two years ago? <laughs> you know? No, I know what you mean. But those, yeah, but those are the guys who would say Washington should rename themselves to the Washington Cupcakes. They're probably the people who suggested the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, I guarantee they did. Guarantee you. And we're done with this. We're tired. Like, ugh, you know, next thing you know, the Hurricanes won't be able to have their team name. You know, it's kind of... Right? The Trojans. The Trojans won't be able to have a team name because there's too many... Teenage pregnancies in North America because it's offensive. You know what the you know what the sad part is, JC. I actually had this thought this morning of we're going to be in a position. This is non-sport related, but this this kind of is with sports. We're going to be in a position in about 15, 20 years, folks, where Everything we loved and love now is going to be gone because there are yeah, too many people including JC. being offended by yes. stuff. Like, there was a thing... Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm going to pull this up real quick because this, in a, in a way, is I'm still sticking with sports, but I do want to point this out. There was a thing that happened a few years ago with, um, oh God, it was some, t yeah, it, it was in Ohio. Uh, there was an old silent actress named Lillian Gish. And she was a yes. big, big movie star back in the day. Do you know that because, because she was in The Birth of a Nation, which was a hundred years ago, her college has taken her name off of the theater of the theater and film department. All because she was in an offensive movie. Now, now don't yeah. get me now don't get me wrong. I've seen the movie. It's pretty offensive. But yep. But back then it wasn't, you know. And you're going after the dead. Yeah. The dead. Well, of course they can because now they can't say nothing. Right? She's been dead for almost 30 years. Yep. Like, what a world we live in. I mean, here, okay, I'll say this. 
This is this may be the most controversial thing that's going to be said on this show this year. Well, I've... the second one, because the LeBron one was going to be con- controversial. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe this might be number two, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. Yes. Yep. As as a fan of the movies, and and I want everyone to hear me out. Just just hear me out on this. Like I said, I've seen The Birth of a Nation. I've seen that movie. It is an amazing film to watch. And, 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 I, and I like the movie. But it is so freaking offensive. <laughs> it's one of I've those... I've never seen the movie. Have, have you seen it? Nope. Never seen I would didn't re- hear about it until today. I, I would recommend hey. it. Just to... It's a long movie, but I, I I'd recommend it. But my thing is this. My, my my thing is this. That's what art is. Is it's gonna push the boundaries. And yes, this movie is terribly offensive. Believe me, it is terribly offensive. But watch part of it you'll actually find some good in the movie. That's all I'll say. That is all I will say. And I will watch it. Okay, actually, it's not as long as I thought it might... It's it's about two plus hours, so give yourself some time. I I didn't finish it in one Uh, sitting. It took me a little while, but... I could sit there and probably have a couple naps and watch the movie. Yeah. Although it's not a talkie, it's a silent no. movie, so be prepared to oh. read. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's talk now, about Let's let's yeah, let's talk about the greatest thing going on right now. Oh my god, the the, the playoff chances. Let's talk about I mean we're talking about a team that was wasn't mathematically eliminated, but every single person counted them out except for one guy. And that is JC. And JC said the Blue Jays will make the playoffs. And they are red hot. Well, they lost last night. You're going to lose some games. The Yan- Yankees are wilting. The Red Sox are starting to fold. And the Blue Jays are hot. You know, I would be in support of you. But guess what? You said something to me the other day that offended me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I say a lot of things that offend people. <laughs> no, no, I, I, and, 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 I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain why. Okay. Okay. JC and I, we normally, you know, we we send messages a few times a week to each other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and for the record, believe me, folks, they're all clean. That it, it's nothing terrible. Nothing, nothing that'll be put up. And it's all about sports. Yeah, pretty much. 
JC makes this one comment. And I, I, I never, I hadn't said this to you because I kind of wanted to explain myself with this. I had to put my foot on the brakes. You compared the Blue Jays, who could, who could still make the playoffs. Uh-huh. I'm not doubting it. I th- they, they've got a legit shot. Uh-huh. You compared the Blue Jays to the 2019 Washington Nationals. And I'm going to tell you why I found that offensive. Okay? Okay. At any point this year, and I really want you to think back, at any point this year, were the Blue Jays 12 games under 500 during the season? No. They no. Weren't. No, they weren't. At any point this year, were they at the bottom of the division? No. They were not. No. At, that's Baltimore's job. Well, yeah, that is Baltimore's job. There, you're right. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> At any point during the year, did the Toronto Blue Jays have a pitcher get injured in a freak accident to come back the next day to pitch a gym? No, they didn't. No, I, but we did have a freak accident with Robbie Ray. Doesn't count. No. He Doesn't fell down count. the stairs holding his kid. Oh, please. Anybody could fall down the stairs with a kid. <laughs> and who's going to be your Cy Young winner now? <laughs> Robbie. Oh, Great. God. <laughs> Look, all, all, I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is, is, is this. The Blue Jays, they do have more young players than the Nationals did a couple years ago. They do. I, I yeah. will give you that. But I, I just don't see. I, I just, with all due respect, I, I un, unless I'm missing something, I don't see the similarities of the Blue Jays. And the Nationals of two years ago. I just don't see it. Okay. No, and true enough. And, you know, and I will counter that one. Okay. Because two years ago, when the Nationals were the hottest team, nobody wanted to play them in the wall card. Nobody wanted to play them in, in the first series when they took down the Dodgers. Nobody wanted to play them. Nobody wanted to play them when they went to Houston. In the World Series. And that's where I'm making the comparison, saying, you know what, this team was, what, 10, 11 games out of a wild card at the time? Mm-hmm. Who had a 11% chance of making the playoffs? Nobody wants to play the Blue Jays. Just like nobody wanted to play the Nationals back then. Great starting pitching, great hitting. The, the Rays, the Yankees, the Sox, the White Sox. And the Astros are like, man, let's hope the Blue Jays don't like the playoffs. 
But he, and that's where I'm making the comparison because nobody wants to play him. But here I'm going to make one more argument with you. Okay. When, because this is uh, September 18th, the day that we're recording this episode. When the Nationals were in the wild card race and were leading the wild card race, they were in a position by this point where it really was just a matter of time before they clinched a spot, and they eventually did. Toronto right now is in a fight with four other teams. Boston, the Yankees, yep. Oakland, and Seattle. And I'm yes, I am still giving Seattle a puncher's chance. They're only three and a half back. So what you're actually telling me is that they have a harder road road than the twenty nineteen Nationals. Exactly. Do. They do. They do. And that just makes it that much better. And then let's say, and then let's say Toronto gets in. Let's say they they get the wild card game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's no more let's say they're getting in. They're getting in. Well, I I know where you're thinking, but but let's (laughs) theoretically, this is for the purposes of this show. Yep. Let's say they play the Yankees one game. I yep. I put a lot of money that the Yankees are going to have Garrett Cole start that game. If it's yep, against Robbie Ray, if it's Boston, I put a lot of money that it's probably going to be Chris Sale that starts that one game. Against because, Robbie Ray, because I don't know if Oakland and Seattle are going to be able to make it. I I really don't. Yeah. It's too- and you're probably going to have to fly to Toronto. To play that game. Okay, and then that brings up another point. Toronto might have to fly to Boston or New York. Yes, they may. But they've handled both those teams this year. I mean, you, even you have to be impressed with the way they came out, sweep the... Sweep the A's, sweep the Yankees. Took four games out of New York. New thought, York never even had a lead in that I thought whole you were, series. I thought you were going to say, you got to be impressed they swept the Orioles. Everybody sweeps the Orioles. <laughs> Not the Yankees. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but, okay, no. But, you know. But, back, back to your point. The fact that the Yankees never led in that three, four game series recently is incredible. I will give them that. Yep. I mean, that offense. Look, if Toronto makes it, if Toronto makes it, I'll root for them because of you. Okay. I don't know if they're going to take it all, but I'll, I'll root for them. Because of you. Oh, sounds good. I mean, and, and they are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you watch all the teams. You got the Yankees. They do what Yankees do. You got the Red Sox. They do what they do. 
you got the Raves. And then you got this young team with some seasoned veterans who are all having career years, mind you. I mean, it could be for the, I don't know, I'm thinking besides the Bash Brothers, it could be the first time in a long time that you have two hitters with over 40 home runs each. They have four players who over, over who will have over 100 RBIs. You got a pitcher who's throws two pitches, a fastball and a slider. And Robbie Ray, who could be a Cy Young winner. You got two guys you can mention who could be MVPs with Simeon and Guerrero. The the thing though, because I'm looking at the rest of the standings. Because in, in my mind, I've got Tampa, the White Sox, and Houston pretty much penciled in. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Let's say Toronto wins the one game. They'd have to go to yep. Tampa, who eliminated them last year. Even though even though it was different yeah. circumstances. I'll give I'll I'll give you that. It's different circumstances. But Tampa has a great lineup one through nine. And with Nelson Cruz yep. there, I'd kinda be now, scared. Now who what lineup's better? The Toronto Blue Jays lineup or the Tampa Bay's lineup? feels that's, like, wait a minute. That's tough because... Right? Because Toronto has youth and they've got a potential MVP in Vlad Jr. But I keep going back... And Marcus Simeon. Yeah. But I Marcus Simeon's going to get some votes for the MVP. But I keep going back to Nelson Cruz because Nelson Cruz in the postseason yeah. is very, very dangerous. No, and I agree. And that pitching staff for the Blue Jays hasn't been involved in too many playoffs. Mm -hmm. But that rotation with Robbie Ray, Berrios, Manoa. Right. Even Steven Matz has been a circle. When Ryu's your worst pitcher, and then, you don't want to face that lineup. You don't want to face that rotation. And then, let's say... And I'm, and I'm only doing theoretically here. Let's say they advance. And you have to play either Houston or Chicago. And honestly, I wouldn't want to play the White Sox right now. I really would not. Because I, if I had to say right now who I think will win the American League, I would say the White Sox would. Because they got the managing, they've got the young players, they've got the pitching... They've got everything you'd want in a team that could win a world championship right now if you're an American League team. Oh. And that'll be a great series. Houston versus Chicago. We held a series. That one would go five. I, I definitely think that one yeah. would go five. Yep. And with the National League... Uh, well, first, there's only one division that's 
up for grabs, and that's the NL West, and that's the Giants and the Dodgers. And the Giants are two games ahead right now of the Dodgers with two weeks to go. Because what that boils down to is whoever wins that division is going to have home field throughout the National League playoffs. Whoever loses has to play a wild card game to play the winner of that division. And, you know, there are some good teams. St. Louis has made a run. Cincinnati is still there. San Diego's barely hanging on. Philadelphia is there, but kind of hanging on as well. That's a cl- that's a close race to watch. Yep. And I'll say one thing, man. This has been this year for baseball. You got three teams in the AL side of it who are gonna be way over five hundred. One team's not gonna make it. The NL has just exploded mm-hmm. with the competition with everybody. You know, I mean, I'm sitting here. I got three or four or five devices going on. I got baseball on it. I got football on it. And hockey season's starting soon. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's a good time right now. I love September. Oh, God. And then once we get into October, it's, you know, it's magic. Yep. Um. So, okay, we know that either the Dodgers or the Giants are going to be in the wild card game. Of of the other four, St. Louis, Cincinnati, San Diego, and Philly, who do you see as the other team? You know, San Diego's falling off. Mm -hmm. I kind of expected them that they'd be challenged the Dodgers for first in the West. Cincinnati's rolling, mm-hmm. which we discussed, right? They got yeah. a good young staff. They they got good players. St. Louis, to me, I think will take that that one. I think it's gonna be St. Louis and the Dodgers in the wild card. I'm There's something magical about St. Louis. I I'm kind of leaning towards the Reds. There's just something about the Reds that's yep. saying to me. This team's going to find a way to get in. And they've got good bats. And I think their bats is what's going to get them in ultimately. Yes. So. No, and I do agree. I mean, the Reds are a scary team. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, can we just eliminate San Diego now? Uh, un- Unfortunately, we can't at this point in time. At, at this point in time... You put them on a milk carton saying, where, where do the San Diego Padres mm, find them, return them to San Diego? Not not, not yet. Not, I mean, what a disaster that... Yeah. Not yet, I know. Now, who do you think... Who do you think will take the blame on this one? Do you think it'll be the manager? Oh, yeah. The GM's not going to take it. The owner's not going to take it. Well, like, I think I didn't know how to coach on which means I'll have to polish up my resume. <laughs> yeah. Apply for the San Diego job. You know, go down there, coach a winner. 
But yeah, I mean, that, there's something wrong with that. I don't, I, I don't get it. How is an organization that's got that much talent that made all made all those moves? Oh my God, amazing young talent, and and is barely hanging on. Like, I mean, you know, who put up a fight last year in the playoffs against the Dodgers? Mm-hmm. Right. We're all expecting a Dodgers Padres rematch this year. And we're probably not. And now they might not even make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, um, by the way, uh, congratulations to both the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Baltimore Orioles. They both lost their 100th game of the season last night. So congratulations to both teams. Congratulations. Uh, you know what? They need a lottery draft in baseball. Not with baseball. You could get away with it with hockey. You could get away with it with basketball. You you, you can't do it with baseball. But I mean, do you even? I know you live close to Baltimore. Yeah. Do you go rushing home, say, "Hey, man, the Orioles are on." No. Ten years ago, maybe, you're but like, not now. But you know what I mean, right? If you're going to be, if you're going to field a crappy team, who's at best, I mean, four or five of those guys shouldn't be on the team. Maybe even more for Baltimore. Maybe even more for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Right? Where does the when when does baseball say enough's enough? You know, where's the competition? Like, yeah, we get it. You want to do what the Astros did and what the Cubs did, and well, tank for years. Well, I mean, we did say. We did say the Orioles, you know, couldn't be swept by the Yankees. So there's obviously competition. Some competition. Well, the Yankees also sometimes dress a triple-A team. Oh, yeah, that is true, too. Yeah, you got a point there. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, like I said, we love baseball. Mm-hmm, we do. This show loves baseball. Oh my God! I mean, I can't wait to see how this postseason goes. Because honestly, I I think there's like four or five teams that have a legit shot to win it all this year. Yep. So. And I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, the the playoff races are going to be great. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, just to get into the wild card. So, you know, it's, yeah. We got two weeks left. Yep, and I will be, I don't think I told you this, I will be at Nationals Park October the 3rd for the Nats and the Red Sox. And who knows, maybe, maybe the Nationals cost the Red Sox the postseason. I could see it. I I could too. I really could, because the Nationals are still they're still playing. They're still fighting. Yes, they're eliminated, but they're still fighting. Yep. And they're not gonna let the Red Sox off that easy. No, absolutely not. And it's gonna come down to it. And like I said, I will be watching. I gotta go to a wedding today. There will be baseball on my phone. <laughs> 
If there's any reason why these two shouldn't be married, speak now and forever hold your peace. How do you call that a strike? It was outside the plate. <laughs> yeah, I could see the hawk doing that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, okay. I, I, I do have to add one other thing, which kind of goes with the wedding that you were talking about. Because um, JC had told me this, it was either yesterday or Thursday. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yo, take, you know, take care, take care of this wedding, you know, go have fun. And he's like, I'm not getting married. And I'm like, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> not my wedding. <laughs> Been there, done that. He's already taken the dive, ladies. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, a beautiful woman who somehow puts up with my crap. And soon she's going to have a special pay. person to do that. And she and she's had to put up with my crap too. Well, not as much. Yeah. Not as much though. No. <laughs> and we are coming down next year once this COVID shit's over. So. Ooh. I'm hoping, man. I'm I'm hoping. We're going to hopefully be down at spring training next year. Doing a live show. If it's not next year, I will make sure it's the year after because I got to get some money back. Yes. Because that would be two years. We'll be doing a live show. Oh, God. That'll be off the. we, We might get kicked out of the hotel. We might. Oh my gosh! We might, we will. <laughs> All right, but did you're paying for the next room? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna join our Facebook group, it is the JC and Bill Sportscast. That's all you do. Just type that in the search bar, add yourself, and you're good to go. And if you wanna follow us on the on the Twitter, we are on Twitter. At JC Bill Sportcast, and uh, probably follow us so we. We're can... also on iTunes. Yes, iTunes. Give us a give us a good review, five stars. Maybe Algae Rhythm from Space Jam Two will help us, you know, get more viewers. Hopefully, because he sure as hell couldn't help LeBron James' son. That's for sure. But anyway. Nope. <laughs> Alright, um, well, I mean, we're going to talk more football next time around. Uh, probably start to get ready for hockey, because that's right around the corner. Um, and we're winding down on the baseball season, so we'll get ready for the playoffs there. And yep. should be a fun time. Should really be a fun time. Because it's September. It's September. Yeah. We love September. And then September is probably when the most divorces happen because there's just too much sports on. The most divorces happen. <laughs> oh my lord! All right, everyone, <laughs> have a good rest of your weekend. We will talk to you all next time on the JC and Bill Sportscast. Cheers, everybody.